This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. The blue light's on on that thing? Okay, welcome everyone. Bruch welcome back to the Newsman. Yemei Asfira, Parshas Shmini. So let's start. So we need uh, the information tonight. It's very deep, very lofty. So we asked Yvonne Shamsiyat to give it over properly, and hopefully we could explain it and gain as much as possible. It's basically based on one line in the Yushalmi, and an entire Sefer was written on this one line. I have this Sefer over here. It's somewhat uh, not so easy to get a hold of. I'll tell you the story about it sometime. The, there's an entire Sefer written on one line in the Yushalmi. So the Gemara goes like this. Amar, the name of the Sefer is Divrei Yehoshua. Okay, I'll tell you. It's called Divrei Yehoshua based Fila. Divrei Yehoshua based Fila. Yishalmi is in Brachos, Parak Beis Halacha Dalad. Amar Rabchia Raba Ana. Amar Rabchia Raba. Rabchia Raba said, Ana minyoimi loikivanti. I never had kavana by davening. I was never able to have kavana by davening. Elachad zman boy mechavna. One time I tried to have kavana. The problem was as soon as I tried to have kavana. I got distracted by the following thought. For her hearty believe I thought in my heart, Amaris and I said, Man kume malka Who goes before the king first? Arkavsa or Galusa? These are different levels of governors. Who's more chashev, the Arkavsa or the Reish Galusa? So the one I was never able to have Kavana, and the one time I tried to have Kavana, it didn't go because I got distracted by a thought. Who is more chashev, an Arkavsa or the Reish Galusa? Obviously, this is uh, very difficult to understand. Well, he never had kavana. We're talking about Namoira. He never had kavana, and the one time he had kavana, you know, if if you're not going to have kavana, you you would take advantage of it. That's what you're going to think about. Who's more chash of the arkavs or the reish galusa? Shmuel Amar Anomanisa Efrechaya. I count the birds. I count the birds. Don't we all? You know, don't we all? Some people count sheep, right? Some, I count the birds. What does he mean? Does he mean in order to have kavana he counted the birds? Does he mean that he tried to have kavana but he was counting birds instead? Can you imagine the Amoira? He's trying to have kavana by davening and then all of a sudden the birds are flying by his mind's eye. First a goose and then a... Well, you know, what's going on? Okay, so Rabbi Sai, the entire shear today, 99% of it, is on Shmuel's statement... I count the birds. That's what it's all about. That Shmuel said, I count the birds. That's what the whole shear is about. That Shmuel was not able to have kavana by davening, and the only way he was able to have kavana is by counting the birds. Some people, they count the chicken wings. That's also uh, maybe a kiyom of counting the birds. But that's not what Shmuel meant. Shmuel said, I count the birds. Okay, Rabbi said, let's, let's begin. The Gemara Brachos on Chav says, the 18 brachas of Shemona Esrei are keneged who? Is keneged what? So Hillel, the son of Roshon Bar-Nachmeni said, keneged the 18 times that Hashem's name appears in Parakhav Tes of Tehillim, Havul Hashem B'nei Elim. Okay? So in the Parakhav Tes of Tehillim, we say it on Shabbos, when we put back the Sefer Torah, we say it Friday night, Havul Hashem B'nei Elim, Hashem's name appears 18 times. Corresponding to those 18 times are the 18 brachos of Shemona Esrei. Rabbi Yosef says, Keneged the 18 names of Hashem in Shema. 
Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Eloikeinu, Hashem, so, right now there are five in the first parasha. But in the three parashas of Shema, 18 times Hashem's name appears. The 18 blessings of Shema Esrei are corresponding to the 18 names of Hashem in Shema. Rav Tancham said in the name of Levi, it's Keneged, the vertebrae in the spine. Now, once we're on the topic of the vertebrae in the spine, the Gemara says, you know, when you bow down, you need to bow down until all the vertebrae in the spine protrude. We live in the homogenized uh, generation. You ever see people take three steps back in Shemana Esrei? They move a total of 0.7 mil- millimeters in the three steps. You're not Yotze, the three steps. You didn't do it right. People don't like to do things the way they're supposed to be done. You have to take three steps. You know, the, the toe... By the, by the end of the hill. Same thing with bowing. What do people do? They go like that. It's true. If somebody is a paraplegic, then uh, that's, the, that's the amount that uh, they only have to bow a little bit. But Baruch Hashem, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu blessed a person with the um, ability to move one's back, one needs to bow fully, deeply, until all 18 vertebrae protrude. Fine. So now the Gemara has the following question. Says the Halakha Gemara, we were Masaki in Vilamoshinim, which is the 19th bracha. So where does that fit in? If the 18 brachas are Keneged, the 18 Hashems in Havel Hashem and Eilim, the 18 Yud Kevavkes, and the 18 names of Hashem and Shema, the 18 vertebrae, so where does the 19th bracha come in? Says the Gemara, according to the opinion that it's Keneged, Havel Hashem and Eilim, the 18 brachas, the uh, names of Hashem in Parakhavtes, there's a, there's a 19th name, name of Hashem, Kel HaKavod Hirem. And according to the Manda Omar, it's Keneged, the names of Hashem in Kriyashima. Echad is the 19th shame. Echad is also in lieu of the name of Hashem. And according to the Manda Omar, that's Keneged, the vertebrae of the spine, there's another 19th very small vertebrae that is Keneged, the bracha of Bilam al Yeah? Okay, so so far so good. So comes Rabbi Shua Heller, and today's shir comes entirely from Rabbi Shua Heller. Rabbi Shua Heller was the brother of Rabbi Yechiel Heller. Rabbi Yechiel Heller was the, bro- was the author of Shasa Chuvais Amudei Ar. Shasa Chuvais Amudei Ar. Rabbi Yechiel Heller, excuse me, Rabbi Shua Heller, was a Talmud of Rabbi David Tevely, the Nachlas David, who was a Talmud of Rabbi Chaim Belajner. So he's one of the Tamidei Tamidei Hagoin. He was a great Darshan. He was known as the Darshan of Tells, even though he only lived in Tells a short, a short time. He was a Darshan in many, many cities. And he wrote incredible Svarim. In the Oilam Yeshivas, he's known for the Chaisen Yeshuas, which is a Sefer on Hasmada. But he also wrote a Sefer on the Mishkan, we once spoke out, called Oyal Yeshua. And he wrote an entire Sefer on this line of the Yushami that Shmuel said, I count the birds. What did Shmuel mean that when he can't be mechavin by Shmona Esrei, he counts the birds? But the first thing Rabbi Shua Heller does is he wants to understand how could Shmona Esrei be connected the 18 names of Hashem and Shema? Let's make a cheshbon. Because Vilamashinim is connected what? Echad. So let's make a cheshbon. Shema Yisrael Hashem, Elokeinu, Hashem, Echad is four. Vilamashinim is which brach of Shmona Esrei? 12. So it doesn't uh, stim this. It doesn't fit in. Shouldn't it go like in order? Shouldn't it go in order that 
Shema Yisrael, Hashem is Avois, Elekeinu is Gvurois, Hashem is Kedusha, and then Echad would uh, be Atachoinein, but it doesn't seem to be in order. So you'll say, eh, it's a Jerusha, not a big deal. It's a very big deal, it's Torah, it has to be precise, it has to be accurate. So Rabbi Shua Heller says, I thought about this, and I thought about this, and I realized, Divrei Chachomim, Irim, Umashlimim, they got it head on, it's exact. Because if you look in Shema, Shema is out of order. You ever notice that? Shema is out of order. Shema is from Parshas Vaschanan. Vahayim Shomaya is in Parshas Ekev. Vayoymer is in Bamidbar in Parshas Shlach. So technically speaking, first comes Vayoymer, then comes Shema, and then comes Vahaya. And how many times does Hashem's name appear in Vayoymer? Vayoymer Hashem HaShemimor, Adab, right? Eight times. The first time is Avais, the second time is Gvurais, the third time is Kedusha, the fourth time is Atachani, eight times. Then you go to the beginning of Shema. Shema Yisrael Hashem is the ninth bracha. Elikeinu is the tenth. Hashem is the eleventh. Echad is Velam Alshinim. It's exact. Eight Haskaros in Mayoimer, three in the beginning of Shema. Echad is four, number twelve. Velam Alshinim. So Chazal are not speaking in generalities, they're speaking precisely. Echad is the twelfth name of Hashem in Shema. Oh, so listen to this. So why is the Taka out of order? Why is Vayoymer after Shema and Vahoya? So Gemara asks that. The Gemara says, first you're Mekaba Omach Shemayim. Then you say Vahoya, which is Nagea, Bein Beyoyim, Bein Belayla. Then you say Vayoymer, which is only, since this is only Beyoyim. So it comes out like this. comes out like this. Since this is only Beyoyim, right? The Machlik is the Rambam and the Rosh, whether it's Beged Yoyim or Zman Yoyim. But it's, in general, only Beyoyim. In fact, the only reason L'chayra we say Vayoymer and night is for Zechiras Yitzhiyas Nusam, but not for the Parsha, Ulai, that's the Pashup Shat. The, the Rambam probably doesn't hold that way, but um, be it as it may. Why is, why if Vayoymer appears first, does it, does it come last in the way we recite it? The answer is because Shema and Vahaya are more important than Vayoymer. So it's like this. Rashi and Mesech says, and I'll tell you the truth, I couldn't find it, that in our Kavsa is more Chashuv than the Resh Galusa. Now, even though if you look in the hierarchy, first is the Melech, then the Resh Galusa, then the Arkavsa, but still in our Kavsa is more Chashuv than the Resh Galusa. Even though the Resh Galusa is going to sit closer to the king, the Arkavsa is more Chashuv. The Arkavsa, which is more Chashuv, is like Shema and Vahayim Shamaya. And the Reish Galusa, which sits closer to the king, is like Vayoymer. Mamela Chia Rabba meant this. He meant as follows. I was never able to have Kavanah by Shemana Esra. You know why? Because I never knew which bracha corresponds to which name of Hashem. I could never figure it out. It always threw me off. I didn't know which name of Hashem and Shema corresponds to which bracha in Shemana Esra. Then one time I said, you know what? Let me try to be mechavin specifically by each bracha to a specific name of Hashem and Shema. But I couldn't figure out what's more chashav, our kavsa or reish kalusa. Meaning, should I count it? Hashem, elekeinu, Hashem, echad, going in order. Meaning, putting the arkavsa before the reish kalusa. Or start with vayoymer and put the reish kalusa before the arkavsa. I couldn't figure out. That's the secret of what 
Rechia Rava meant when he said, I try to have Kavana, but I didn't know what comes first. What's more chashev? Meaning, I didn't know what's more chashev. Okay, that's the first part. But now let's talk about the birds. Okay, this is Mamish. One of the most incredible things I ever heard. I was, I was in Passaic, and a nice gentleman came over to me, and I, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. He said, I don't even know why he told this to me. He said, Rabbi Shua Heller has an amazing piece on the birds and, and Shmon Esrei. He said, oh, very nice. I went home, and I said, you know what? I thought I have the Sefer. And I said, I better remember for Pasha Shmini. So thank you very much. I forget your name, but um, appreciate it. This is Mamish Oyem and Oyra. So it goes like this. Let's establish the following cloud. We know on, on Sukkot we bring how many bulls? How many bulls do we bring on Sukkot? Seventy bulls. Why seventy bulls? the shivim umais ha'olam. In fact, the Gemara says if the nations of the world would realize how much they gain by our bringing karbanos, they never would have destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. So what do we see from here? That our bringing of karbanos brings bracha not only to people in the five towns, not only people in Yushalayim, not only to Jewish people, the bringing of the karbanos saves the whole world. All the Goyim, all the Umay Sa'ilam, North Korea, South Korea, all, the entire world lives and is sustained in the Zchus of karbanos. We find, the Gemara Megillah says that Avram Avinu says to Rebun Yishlam, How do I know that we're going to be sustained and we're going to last and we're going to be protected? Maybe Rebun Yishlam is going to destroy us like the Dara Mabal and the Dara Flaga. And Hashem responds, Kachali Egla Meshulashes, Beschus Karbanois, the world is protected. And Avram Avinu says, Tainach Bezman Shebeis HaMikdosh Kayam. This is all in going the Beis HaMikdosh is standing. Well, when the Beis HaMikdosh is not standing, what's going to sustain the Jewish people? The recitation of Karbanois will protect the world and the Jewish people. So what do we see from here? What we see from here is that our, the bringing of Karbanois protects the world. And well, what about today? We don't have karbanos. Tefillah is in lieu of karbanos. Like the Gemara says, Tefillah keneged temidim sidran, the tiknam. That the tefillahs are keneged the carbon temidim. That means when we dive in Shachris, when we dive in Mincha, when we dive in Mariv, it gives energy to Klal Yisrael. First of all, it gives energy to you. You want to be successful, you have to dive in well. The better you dive in, the more successful you'll be. That's what we believe. We believe tefillah works. But not only you, your family. Not only your family, your neighborhood, not only your neighborhood, your city, your state, your country, the whole world. People in, you know, the dark jungles in Africa only eat because you're mechavein by Baruch If not for that, if not for you, mankind would not have food. There's, you know, there's a famine, there's drought in Cape Town because somewhere someone is not having kavana. And it's not only people. Animals are only sustained because of our tefillahs. Every species, every type of animal, whether it's bird, fish, mammal, amphibian, is only sustained in the merit and in the schus of our tefillahs. Now there are different kinds of birds. The Zayar Kadosh says in Pashas Shmini, how interesting, Pashas Shmini. The Zayar says there are different kinds of birds, there are different kinds of animals, there are different kinds of fish. They're fish on the right, they're fish on the left. They're birds on the right, they're birds on the left. They're animals on the right, they're animals on the left. The animals on the right side are tahar and a kosher and you could eat them. They don't have any impurities. We could eat them. The non-kosher birds, the non-kosher animals have impurity. We're not allowed to eat them, we're not allowed to consume them, we don't go near them. 
Fantastically, Tagamianusa Menuzil says, the non-kosher birds represent the nations of the world. Randomly, Tagamianusa Menuzil says by the Brisbane Abbasarim, the, uh, the birds, now let me ask you, does anybody know how many non-kosher birds are there in this week's parsha? I heard seven answers. Seventeen? Nineteen? What else? 107? That's a good one. I'll pick Kabbalah, they're 107. Know how many birds? Usually people say 20, right? Which is not true. Actually there are, it is true. 20, there are 20 in the sixth parasha. And how many in uh, Re'eh? 21. Okay, so neither of them are going to, ha- neither of that is going to help us yet. The Targumionist of Ben Uziel says that the non-kosher birds correspond to the nations of the world. And therefore, says Rabbi Yeshua Heller, Belis Safek, when we daven Shemana Esrei, we're giving kayach to every nation in the world. They only live, breathe, eat in the zchus of our tefillah. So you say that's a little bit far-fetched because, like, how do you correspond it to Shemana Esrei? Because aren't there 19 brachos in Shemana Esrei? So this is incredible. Please take a look at number 12 and number 13. These are the birds, the non-kosher birds. We know that... Uh, on a Torah, the Torah, according to the Torah level, you're allowed to eat any bird as long as it's not listed in the parsha. The only thing is, we don't have a Messiah exactly what these birds are, so unless you have an, uh, an authentic tradition, you don't eat the bird. But in this week's parsha, what are the birds mentioned? Es hanesher, es haperes, ve es haozniyah, es hadaav, es haayah, lemina, es kal oirev lemina, es bas hayana, tachma, shachaf, neitz, kais, shalach, Yanshuf, Tinshemes, Kaz, Racham, Chasida, Anafa, Duchifas, Atalef. How many birds mentioned? Twenty birds. Now that's going to be a big uh, struggle. That's going to be a big challenge. What does that have to do with davening? The bigger challenge is, if you look in Parshas Re'eh, there are twenty-one birds. Nasher, that's good. Peres, good. Aznia, look, compare Pasekut Gimel and Shmini to Pasekut Beis and Re'eh. It's the same birds. There's one difference, though. In this week's parsha, it's es hanesher, es haperes, es haozniya. In Re'eh, what is it? Nesher peres haozniya. No s's. Interesting. Then the next birds: da'a and aya. And in Re'eh, ra'a and aya and daya. The daya is the added bird that is in Re'eh that doesn't exist in Shaftim. How did the Daya get in there? What is the meaning? Why in Parsha Shmini is the Da'a, Aya, Lamina? And in Re'eh, it's not Da'a and Aya, it's Ra'a and Aya. How did the Da'a become a Ra'a? And why did the Daya get thrown into Re'eh? By the way, there are some other discrepancies. In this week's Parsha, the Shalach is between the Kais and the Yanshof. In Parsha Re'eh, he gets demoted all the way down. And the major discrepancy that we're not going to get to tonight, I, I'm assuming this shear that we're learning tonight is going to be a three-year shear. Meaning, seriously, uh, you know, hopefully this year is part one, next year Shemini part two. Siyat we should be all be around, Gazint. There's a three-part shear. It's unbelievable. There's an entire safer on this. Okay? The big change is, in Parsha Shemini, it's the Racham, and in Re'e, she becomes a female Rachama. How did that happen? What happened to this bird? Okay? But the main thing is, there are 20 birds in Shemini and there are 21 birds in Re'eh. 
Comes Rabbi Shua Heller, but you forgot the sugya in Chulin. The Gemara in Chulin says that Amar Rabbi Avahu, the Da'a, the Aya, the Ra'a, and the Daya are all the exact same bird. Chadahu. They're the exact. Now Rabbi disagrees. Rabbi says they're two different birds, but we paskin like Rabbi Avahu, the Da'a, the Aya, the Ra'a, the Daya, they're all the same bird. Oh, if they're all the same bird, how many birds are there? Nineteen birds. Each bird corresponds to a different brach of Shemun Esrei. And if you want to understand Shemun Esrei, you need to know what word corresponds to that bracha. And if you understand the essence and the makeup and the character of the bird, then you could be mechavim properly during Shemun Esrei. This is the meaning of Shmuel. Shmuel said, I could never have kavana by Shemana Esrei. So how did I have kavana? I counted the birds. By each bracha, I thought, what bird corresponds to this bracha? So it comes out something very interesting. Shemana Esrei corresponds on the lowest level to the non-kosher birds and on the highest level to the names of Hashem and Krishna. Meaning the blessing of tefillah extends from the highest spiritual entity to the lowest impurity. Everything in this world, it spans the gamut. Shemona Esrei empowers the entire gamut of creation. From the Shemos of Hashem and Kriyashma to the non-kosher birds. And therefore it rests on our shoulders the great task of explaining how each bird in order corresponds to the Shemona Esrei. So I, when I saw this, I said, nah, this is going to be like a stretch. It's going to be far-fetched. No, no, no. Once you see how each bird in bracha, your Shemona Esrei will be completely different. First of all, you'll be thinking about birds. But besides that, <laughs> you know, they have many kinds of siddur, but nobody has come out with a siddur, a color siddur with different birds. To be, you know? So you heard it here first. This is, um, let, let's, uh, let us establish the following principle, and then let's say the generality, then we'll go through, Be'ezrus Hashem Yisbarach, four brachos and Shemana Esrei tonight. The fourth one is the whopper. Please don't miss the fourth one. Okay? We're going to go through... Avois, Kavurais, Kedusha, and Atachayne. Okay, let's start. The formula of Shemana Esrei is Hagadol, Hagibar, Behanoira. Gadol is the Midah of Chesed. Remember last year, Shabbos Hagadol. Gadol is Chesed. Ata Hachilois, Laharis, Asavdacha, Es Gadlcha. Gadol is Chesed. Which one of the Avois is Gadol? Haadam Hagadol, Bahanokim. Who is Gadol? Who is the great Baal Chesed? Nu? Abraham. Hagibar, that's Pachad, that's Gevura, that's Din, that's the Midah of Yitzchak. Vehanoira is the Midah of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu comes to the Makam HaMikdash, Kedusha, and he says, Ma Noira HaMakam Azah. Okay. Interesting. Hagadol, Hagibar. Not Hagadol, Vehagibar. Hagadol, Hagibar, Vehanoira. Eloike Avraham, Eloike Yitzchak, Veloike Yaakov. Not Eloike Avraham, Veloike Yitzchak, Veloike Yaakov. This is the observation of the Zoya. And the Zoya says as follows. There's the Midah of Chesed, which is the Midah of Ahava. Ahava is the desire of the Neshama to expand and to show great sacrifice and love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu by performing the mitzvahs. That's on the right side. The right side is Chesed. The left side is Gevura. Gevura is the restriction of the soul to avoid anything improper. Gevura, Yitzchak, Pachad is on the left side. 
And the way we combine the two with the Vav HaChibor, as Yaakov Avinu combines Ava, Yira. What's the combination of Ava and Yira? The way Rabbi Shua Heller calls it, it's Yiras Haroimimus. It's recoiling physically and coming close in one's heart. Ava is just being drawn close. Fear is to be propelled away. And the in-between is physical recoiling out of the physical fear, but drawing close emotionally. That's the midah of Yaakov Avinu. It's called Yiras Haroimimus, or it's called Noira. Okay? The, now, that's the generality of Shema The first bracha is all about love. It's all about chesed. How? Zoycher chaste avais. It's the bracha of Abraham Avinu. The second bracha is the bracha of Din, Gvura Atogibar. Mechaye Mesim, At Mamis, it's a very frightening bracha. Rain, Bigvura. And then Kedusha. Ata Kadosh, Vishimcha Kadosh, Ukedoshimcha Yem Yaluchasecha. I'll tell you a little secret, we're going to skip. But whenever you find Kedusha, it's always associated with the number three. Right? Number three. Why? Because Yaakov Vino is Kailel, Chesed, Gevura, and, and the medium, Yerat Haremimus. That's why it's Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Why do you have to say it three times? I got, I got the picture, you know? I heard you. I heard you the first time. Well, I have to say it three times. Imagine I say, listen, listen, listen. Why, why are we repeating ourselves three times? Whenever you find Kedush, it's always three times. Ata Kedush, Vishimcha Kedush, Ukedoshim. Because you need to be Koilel, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. It's, whenever you see um, Yaakov, there's always a Vav. Veloike Yaakov, Vihanoira. He combines all three. Fine. Marvraboisai, let's talk about Abraham Avinu. So, the Shmanesri starts off, Hagadol, Hagibar, Vanoira. That's the general formula. And then it's broken down. Gadol is Avais. Uh, um, Gevura is Atagibar and Noira is Atakadash. Fine. Now let's um, let's break down the Avais. Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu had a conversation with Atakadash Baruch, a very interesting conversation. God said, When the Jews sin, would you like me to place them in the purgatory in Gehenna and have them burn? Or should I put them in Golas? So Avraham Avinu said, Burn, God! Let's burn! And Hashem said, no, sorry, we're going into Galas. That's number 16, that's the Medrash Rabbah. What's the conversation? Why did Avraham choose Gehenna? And why did Hashem say, no, I'm going to put you in Galas? The answer is, Avraham Avinu specialized in which midah? Ahava, Ahava. Ahava means to love your beloved at personal cost. Says Avraham Avinu, let me explain something to you. The Gemara says in Erevin, when the Rishon are in Gehenna, they don't have Tainas. When they're burning in Gehenna, the Gemara says like a Cholin pot. You know, they're being thrown up, they're being kicked up, up and down and up and down. What would, what would we expect them to be saying? Would we expect the Rishon to scream out, God, what are you doing to us? This is not right. This is too hot. Turn down the temperature. Turn on the AC. No. The Gemara says, they're Mekaleas, Mekales, Meshabeach HaKadosh Baruch they praise Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They say Yafa Danta, Yafa Chiyavta. You got it right. We are we are chayiv. We are obligated. We deserve it. So the truth is, when Hakadosh Baruch Hu punishes a Rasha in Gehenna, it's a kiddush Hashem because there is no blasphemy. There are no tainus. There is only praise of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Mashe'in Kain. There's a concept that when Klal Yisrael goes into Galus, 
It's a chilo shem shamayim. It's a chil Hashem. That's what it means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes down into Golis with us. Listen carefully. What does it mean Hashem goes into Golis with us? It means when the Jews are in Golis, it's a desecration of Hashem's name. Hashem's name is defiled. That's what we daven. Hashem, get us out of here. Lama yoimru agoyim ayinolekeyem. That's what we say, Redeem us for your sake. Adam Ravina says, Listen God, I love you so much. I know it's worse for us to be in Gehenna, but it's better for you for us to be in Gehenna. Because if we're in Gehenna, your name is, is uh, sanctified, your name is elevated. If we go into Golos, your name is defiled. God said, Let me deal with you. Mida can I get Mida? You love me at your own personal cost. I love you at my personal cost. And even though it's better for me if you're in Gehenna, it's better for you if you go into Golos and my name is defiled. Kiviyachal, the Rebbein says, Anoichi magen lach, I'm going to be your shield. Let the arrow go into me instead of you being destroyed. Better you go into Golos and all the and my name be defiled, and my name be desecrated, and the arrow be shot in me. I'm going to be a shield to you. Listen carefully. Let's talk about the eagle. We only know one thing about an eagle in the Chumash, where the Rebbe Shalom says, I'm looking at number 18. It says Rashi, there's a fundamental difference between how an eagle holds its young and every other bird. Every other bird holds its young in its hands because every other bird has to worry about a bird swooping from on top and taking away its young. So the birds have to carry the young in their hand. But the eagle flies above all the other birds in the world. It only has to worry about a human shooting a gun or a missile or an arrow. The eagle says, let the arrow hit me, let the missile hit me, let the, let the shot hit me. I'll absorb the blow to protect my child. What, what Mida is that of the Nesher? That's the Mida of Mogain. When Shmuel couldn't be Muhammad by Shmuel Esrei, he said, let me think about the bird. Which bird did he think about when he got up to Avais? He thought about the Nesher. What's the Mida of the Nesher? The Mida of the Nesher is the ability to take it on the chin, for those who you love. That is what the Rebbe Hashem does to Klal Yisrael. He says, I'd rather send you into Golas. Let my name be defiled. Let the arrow go into me. Let the desecration go on my name. Like the Nesher says, Mutav sheyavai hachitzim bi. By the way, when did the Rebbe Hashem do this for us? Rashi says, when he took us out of Mitzrayim. And uh, the Mitzrayim were chasing us. Hashem took the Anani Yaakovit from before us. They went behind us. And all the missiles and all the projectiles we're absorbed by the Anani Yaakovit. Hashem says, I'm going to be like a Nesher to you. When Shmuel couldn't be Mechavin by Shmona Esrei, he said, ah, I know the formula. The first bird in the Torah corresponds to Avais. So next time you're having a hard time being Mechavin by Shmona Esrei, just think of that big eagle carrying its young. On, on top of its wings, ready to take the arrow, ready to take the missile to protect its young. That's the Midah of Baruch Atah Hashem, Mogain Avraham. And why are we Zoycha that Hashem is our Mogain? Because Avraham Avinu loved God to personal expense. He loved Hashem so much, he said, we'd rather go to Gehenna so your name not be defiled 
That's what we say to Hashem. Zoicher Remember the chesed of Abraham that he was willing for Klaisol to go into Gehenum for your name. But you said no because you didn't want you didn't want Kaisal to be destroyed, and therefore you put us into Golas, and therefore your name is defiled. Maybe Goyal of Nevenayim Laman Shemai. So please take us out so that your name should not be defiled. Baruch Atah Hashem, Magen Abraham. Which bird is the first bracha? The Nesher. Okay? So that's uh, an incredible revelation of Rabbi Shua Heller. Let us move on to the next bracha. We're up to number 20 now. We're up to the Midah of Gevura. We're up to the Midah of Gevura. Who is Yitzchak Avinu? Yitzchak Avinu is the Midah of Gevura. Marvraboisai. What's another way? What's a synonym of Gevura? Hashem blank the Gibar. What? Hashem blank the Gibar. Hashem, Izuz Vigibar. Izuz, Oiz, Oiz, right? Like we say, the rain is called Gevura, is Kisham, and the Gemara Antinus says on that Bezim and Aleph, because it falls the Gevura. But on Tainus Gimel and Bez, it says about the rain, the rain is Oiz, Oiz. Look in Megillah, and Afyud Zayinam and Bez. Megillah and the Gemara says, how do I know I say Avoiz? Like it says, Havul Hashem and Eilim. How do I know it says Gevuraiz? Havul Hashem Kavoid Oiz. Oiz is Gevura. Says the Ibn Ezra. We really have no idea what the birds are. But we could, we could try to define them by looking at the root of the word. What's the third bird? Because obviously we're up to the second bracha of Shemana Esrei, so we're going to do the third bird. We're going to come back to how that makes sense. But the second bracha of Shemana we're going to do the third bird. What's the third bird? Ozniah. Oiz. Elashan Oiz, Ibn Ezra says. The, the third bird. Ozniah. Milashan Oiz. Is Keneged, the bracha of Gevurais. The Mida of Yitzchak Avino. So I know you're asking, come on, that's a stretch. The Peres which is the second bird, should be the second bracha of Shemana Esrei. No, the Paris is the second bird, is going to be the third bracha of Shemana Esrei. So you say, how does that make any sense? At the end of the shir, you're going to be sold, I guarantee you. You're going to see, Taka, it has to be that way. The Paris. Now, says Rabbi Shuhelar, wait for me just a little bit, and I'll explain to you why the Paris is the third bracha, and then we'll explain why it has to switch. The Zayar says like this, Turn to the south, say Kadosh. Turn to the north, say Kadosh. Turn to the east, say Kadosh. That's what we do, right? If we turn around, we turn to, this is the east, right? So that's the north. Turn to, we say Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. That's what the Zayar says. South Kadosh, north Kadosh, east Kadosh. What in the world does this mean? This is unbelievable. This is a great idea. We never think, you know, the north, the south, what do these directions mean? Does it have intrinsic meaning? Yes, it means a lot. The right side is the south, right? When you're facing the east, the right is the south. That's when you're facing Mizrach, right? When you're davening, that's your right side. That's, that's the south. We said the right side is Avraham, is Chesed, is, is Ava. The left, which is the north, is Din, is Pachad. This is mamish amazing. Does anybody know Avram Avinu and Parshas Lech Lecha? He's always traveling in what direction? 
He's always going south. Why is the man always going south? Because the south is the right, and the right is chesed. Avraham is always going south. The man is always walking south. The whole time in the Chumash he's going south. You'll never find that when he went back to Eretz Yisrael, uh, No, no comment when he goes north. Only when he goes south, because south is the right, that's chesed. But Bavel, when we say Bavel is going to destroy the base of it says, The evils come in from the north, because Dinim comes from the north. Yitzchak's in the north, Avram's in the south. And Yaakov Avinu says, let's make a medium, let's reconcile the north and the south. When you reconcile the north and the south, what do you get? The east. Yaakov Avinu's in the east, he's the middle. Yaakov is the Emtsoi. The Zoyar says when we talk about Yaakov, he's called the Hachur HaMeshulash Lebimhira Yinotek. That's why Kedusha Yaakov is always three. Whenever you see Kedusha, three. Avram Yitzvah Yaakov. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Atah, Kadosh, Shem, Kadosh, Kadosh, Shem, Fine. Therefore, if Avraham is Chesed, this is unbelievable, and Yitzchak is Din, and we said Chesed is Ahava, Din is Yira, and Yaakov Inu is like a mix of both. How do you say half? Pras. Matzah is called lechem oini. Madarka shal oini beprusa. Yaakov takes a piece, a pras of Avraham, a pras of Yitzchak, and he puts it all together. That's why the bird that corresponds to the third bracha is the paras. Pras. Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov chevam. What do we say about Yaakov? He's ish cholak. Literally smooth. It could also be read. He's half. Half of Ava plus half of Yira. Or, Ki chilek Hashem Amoy, Yaakov Chavon Nachalasai. Yaakov is the Midah of Chilek. He takes half. He takes half. So this is, okay? So here are the three birds. The Nesher is Mogin, is Baruch Hashem Mogin Avram. The Azniah, which is the third bracha, Oiz, Gevura is Yitzchak, the second brach. And the Peres is a little bit of Ava and a little bit of Yira. So you'll ask, but still, come on. It's out of order. It should be Hanesher, V'ha'ozniyah, V'ha'peres. So here's where it comes in. You ready for this? This is a Kabbalistic concept. And I'm going to water it down. It's going to become so easy. Okay? It's very deep and it's very easy. I'm going to give you such a good mashal. Hashem gave me a good idea. I'm going to talk to you about ice cream. Let's talk about ice cream. Raise your hand if you like vanilla better. Don't be embarrassed. Only two people? No. No, no. Raise your hand if you like vanilla better. Raise your hand if you like chocolate better. And raise your hand if you like the swirl. The swirl, you know, if you get the swirl. Both. Okay, fine. Fine. So now, you're, let's say you have an ice cream store. So um, you bring out the vanilla ice cream, so you have a vanilla machine. Then you bring out the chocolate ice cream, you have a chocolate machine. Now you have the two kinds of ice creams, so now you could swirl them, yeah? Fine. You can't bring out the vanilla machine and then bring out the swirl machine. You don't even have chocolate ice cream out yet. You have to bring out the vanilla and then bring out the chocolate, and then you can get the swirl going. But once the swirl is going, how are you going to arrange your swirl? Where are you going to put it? Vanilla, chocolate, swirl? Nah. Vanilla, swirl, chocolate. Avada, when you bring it out to the car, when you bring it out from the back of the store into the pl- place where the ice cream is standing, first you have to bring out one, then you bring out, and then you can mix them. But once they're mixed, or I'll give you another example. You have a color code, you have a color chart. 
you know? So you only have two colors. I don't know how you make colors. What's blue and green? What happened? So how, you have two colors. Tell me two colors and then... Red, red and there you go. That's what I needed. You have red and yellow and orange. So first you bring out red, then you bring out yellow, and then you can make orange. But once you have orange, now you want to arrange it, you have red, orange, yellow, because you're going in progression. It's the same thing with the Midah of Ava, Yira, and the in-between of Yaakov Avinu. First Avram Avinu comes to the world as Ava, then Yira comes to the world as Yitzchak, and then you have the mix of the two. But once you have the mix of the two, Yaakov is in the middle. Meaning what? Meaning like this. When Hashem created the world, no, nobody and nothing deserved to be created. It was a pure chesed. Nobody did anything for Hashem that He created the world. So the world is oilam chesed yibana. So first chesed came down to the world for Hashem to create the world. Once God created the world the chesed, now Hashem says, look, I created you. You gotta do the, you gotta do your job. You gotta serve me. That's midas hadin. The thing is that if midas hadin is taken to the extreme, it could be very demanding and the world can't, can't exist. Does anybody know what do you get when you mix chesed and din? You get rachamim. Let's explain. Chesed is unbridled love, overlooking everything. All is good. Hakol say there, nobody's a problem. Everything that anybody does is good. Chesed, chesed, chesed. Din is very exacting, very demanding. Now, technically speaking, chesed and din could coexist. <laughs> if everybody does what they need to do all day long and every second, they could coexist. I created the world as a chesed and everybody from now on has to do everything right. But it's not, a re- it's not realistic. There's where Rachamim comes in. Rachamim is very misunderstood. People think Rachamim is overlooking everything. No, Rachamim is, you need to do what you need to do, you have to do it right, but I'll be patient with you, I'll hang with you, I won't punish immediately. Rachamim is like tempered, is, it's tempered justice. So listen carefully. The way the, wor- the way these Midois came down to the world is called Hishtal Shalosh. First, Chesed came down to the world. There, that's Avraham. Then Din came down to the world, that's Yitzchak. And then Rachamim, then Yaakovinu came down to the world, that's, um, this is called Chadar. Chesed, Din, Rachamim. This is, he's quoting the Ramak, Ramashi Kordavero. Chesed, Din, Rachamim. That's how, the Hishtaushalos, that's how it came down to the world. Chocolate, think about ice cream. Chocolate ice cream, vanilla ice cream, swirl. However, once swirl is here, the way we arrange it, the way it's in the color-coded chart is not chadar, but charad. Chesed rachamim din. That makes sense, right? It comes down one way, but it's organized differently. It comes down Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, but it's organized Avraham, Yaakov, and Yitzchak. Yaakov's Bechir Shabbos, he's in the middle. So listen carefully. The bad birds, the tummy birds, the rotten birds, are a corruption of the midos of chesed din and rachamim. When Mashiach comes and the world will be the tikkunai, then everything will be kosher and the lion will lay with the, with the sheep and everything will be uh, hunky-dory, as they say. So in terms of how we praise Hashem, we're going to praise Hashem, Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Because we're, create, we're praising Yitzchak Barashas, the creator of the creation of the world. He created the world, the Hishtalshalos, Chesed, Din, Rachamin. That's how we're going to praise Him. But the birds are after the fact. They're in the reality of the world. They're not in the hishtal shalos, they're in the hanhaga. 
They're in the world as it exists. The world as it exists, the order is, first comes the Neshach Chesed, then comes the Peres, the in-between, and then comes the Azniah, that's Yitzchak. Okay? So I, I try to simplify it as much as possible. So in the order of Shemana Esrei, it's in the order of the way the world was created. And in terms of the birds, the birds are in the order... So, so in Tefillah, we bow down, right, very good, we bow down south to the right, that's uh, Chesed, and then Din to the, Din to the north, and then the middle, right, because it's Tefillah, and Tefillah we're praising the creator of the world, so we praise him in the way in which the creation developed. Okay. So that's why the birds are a little bit out of order in the beginning. And now, finally, this is the clincher. This is Mamish, I, I don't know what Ruach HaKadosh is, the man must have had Ruach HaKodesh to say this. Okay? We come to the, th- the, the next bird. The next bird, Rabbi Avo says, is one bird, right? What is it? The Da'a and the Aya. That's in Shmini. And in Re'eh, it's Ra'a, Aya, and Da'ya. And they're all the same. All these four birds, right? There are two in Shmini. There are three in Re'eh. It's a total of four because the ayah is the only one that appears exactly the same twice. They're all one bird. What bracha are we up to? Atachoynein. Did you ever notice Atachoynein is the most unique bracha in Shemana Esrei? Is it a bakasha or is it a shvach? It's supposed to be a bakasha. It's the only bracha that's both. Atachoynein liodam das! Umalami lanojbino! What's that? It's a shvach. You endow man with das, and you teach, I have to do Ashkenaz for this, okay? Atachoylam das, umlame lanojbina. That's a shvach. Chaneinu meyitcha, deya bina haskel. It's okay, your great grandfather, 200 years also down in Ashkenaz, okay? Deya bina haskel. Mati had to say it, right? Deya bina haskel. Deya bina. What's good? So think about it. That's what? That's Bakasha. It's the only bracha that's Shvach and Bakasha. You know why? That's why it's the only birds that in Shmini it's one way and in Ray it's a different way. Now let's think about it. In the Shvach, Atachoyne Lodam Das, Umalame Lanoish, Bina, Tu, Chonene Meitcha, Deya Bina Haskel. Even in Sfarad, it's two and then three, just a different two and then three. What are they? So how does it go? It sort of works out. Half of it works out. But it doesn't matter. In the, in the Shvach it's two, in the Bakasha it's three. In Parsha Shmini, it's two. Da and Aya. That's Adchanam Das. Umlam Bina. In Rei, it's three. Deya Bina Vahaskel. So we're just getting started. Of these birds, only one of them says the same. Which one? The Aya. It's Da and Aya. Da Adchanam Das. Umlam Bina. Now think about this. Chanenu Meitcha Deya. Das became Dea. Das in the Shmach became Dea in the Bakasha. That's why the Da 
became what? The Ra'a. So Das was tweaked tight, slightly. So the Da in Shmini became the Ra in Re'eh. Why? Because in the Shvach, it's Alam Das, and the Bakr is Chadimit Chadea. But Bina, Bina is exactly the same, both in the Shvach and in the Bakasha. Atachon Das Namnoj Bina, that's the Aya, the second one. And that's why in Re'eh it's Ra Aya, the Bina is untampered with. And in the Bakasha, we add what? Haskel. That's why in Re'eh, there's a third one. What's the third one? The Daya. It's Ayin Benayra. So in Re'eh, it's Da Aya. Excuse me, in Shmini, it's Da and Aya. That's um, Das and Bina. And Re'eh, it's Ra, Aya, and Daya. That's Deya, Bina, and Haskel. So you stay one second. Could you just switch a Dalit and a Reish? So it says... Uh, Says Rabbi Shua Heller, we have many examples in Tanakh where Dalit and Reish are interchangeable. For example, in the Shira of David Amach, look at number 31, David Amach in Shmuel says, And in Tehillim, he says, So you see from here, the Dalit and the Reish are interchangeable. That's why the Da'a in Shmini could become the Ra' in Re'eh. And why is Bina the Aya? There's a Pasuk in Eoiv about Bina. The word Aya is associated with Bina already in Tanakh. The only thing that left to... By the way, another example of Reish and Dalit are interchangeable are what? Ru'el and Du'el, right? We have something called Ru'el and Du'el. So it's called the, the Da in Shmini and the Ra in Re'eh. The only thing that we still have to explain is why in Shmini is it Es HaNesher, Es HaPeres, Es HaOzniyah, and in Re'eh it's Peres HaNesher VaOzniyah. That's a good one. Right? In Shmini it's Es HaPeres, Es HaNesher VaOzniyah, and in Re'eh there are no S's. Come to Kunei Zayar, Kunei Zayar says, Oyam Anayra. There's a difference between Taras Kayanim and um, Mishnah Taira. There's a difference in the Toichacha between Vayikra and Devarim. The Toichacha of Vayikra was Bayis Rishain. The Toichacha of, of uh, Mishnah Taira is Bayis Sheni. By the way, we see this to be true. In Bayis Rishain, excuse me, the Toichacha of Vayikra in, in, in uh, Taras Kayanim, it says, Don't worry, loy ma'astim, loy ga'altim, the Gemara Darshan is referring to uh, Haman. That's by Bayis Rishon. The Toichacha by Mishnah Torah talks about the Tshuva, the Shavdat Hashem Lekecha, that's the Achras Hayamim. In general, there are many sources, Sefer Vayikra is for Bayis Rishon, Sefer Devarim is for Bayis Sheni Ba'achras Hayamim. So there's the last part. The Gemara wants to know in Mesech Yuma, why are the Anshei Knesset Hagdoyla called Anshei Knesset Hagdoyla? says the Gemara in Yuma Samachtes, because they were machazir atara liyoshna, they restored the crown. Moshe Rabbeinu came along and said, Hakel, Hagadol, Hagibar, Vahanoira. All three shvachim of Shmon Esrei. Comes Yermia. He says, that's gavura. There's no gavura. The goyim are trampling us. Where's your ayyeh gavuraisav? Daniel says, Rivanishoilam. The Nachrim are mishtabiras. Ayik v'roisav. Yirmiya says the Nachrim dance in the heichal. Ayik noiroisav. So Yirmiya says take out v'hanoira. Daniel says take out 
um, Gvura. Right? So, Bebayis Rishon, sometimes they didn't say Vahagibar. Bebayis Rishon, sometimes they didn't say Vahanoira. But the Anshik, during Bayisheni, what do they do? They said, no, that's Hashem's Gevura, that's Hashem's Noira, that we still exist among the 70 Umais. They restored Hagibar Vehanoira. So by Bayis Rishon, they didn't always, always say Vehanoira, they didn't always say Vehagibar. By Bayisheni, they restored it. The Gemara says in Baba Kama, when it says Ve'es, 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 it means sometimes yes, sometimes not. So it's Mapsik and Marbeth. Therefore, in Parsha Shmini, which is connected by Yisrishon, Hanes, Hanesher, Es HaPers, Ve'es HaOzniyah, what are these three words corresponding to? HaGadol, HaGibar, V'Anoira. It has to say yes. Sometimes Yon, sometimes Nisht. They didn't always say the Paris V'Anesher, Ozniyah. Sometimes they took out Gibar and sometimes they took out Noira. But by, by, uh, by Mishnah Torah, Devarim, which is by Yesheni, where the Antichrist Zagdala came back and restored the glory of the Jewish people, and we always said, Gadol, Gibra, Vanoira, there's no S's. It's continuous. Viha Nesher, Viha Peres, Viha is the other, always Nishabra together. Marv Rabbi say this is the secret of what Shmuel says, that when he couldn't have Kavana, he would count the birds. Because if you realize, that each bird corresponds to another bracha shmana esrei, realize the character and makeup of the bird, and realize that the bird is really a, a visual illustration. You know, some people learn visually, some people are mechavin visually. So you get a picture of that bird, you'll be able to have kavana. This was the great Eitzah of Shmuel. And as a Hashem, this is a topic that we've only uh, scratched the surface of, and hopefully Rabbi should show us, me tairasai neflais. Thanks for coming. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.